0: From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Prepscast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. What's up, y'all? You're listening to another episode of the Brazos Sports Prepscast. I'm Alex Miller from the Eagle, joined always by Jake Weiss and Andrew Tenio. Happy Thanksgiving to all. I am thankful this week that... Jake isn't ho- I'm just kidding. I'm, wow. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He could say it. Happy
1: Turkey Day, I guess.
0: Hey, what's your are y'all a ham or a turkey guy?
2: I am, I'm ham all the way personally. Gosh. Turkey.
0: Okay, white meat or dark meat?
2: Uh
1: Whatever, I guess. Whatever I'm eating. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Come on, Jake. Uh I am not picky, I guess. I just like turkey. You just you're not picky. All right, I respect it. What is one side dish you can't stand at Thanksgiving?
2: Actually you may go to him first.
0: I don't I may need a minute to think on um, this. Um what we
2: can't stand.
0: Yeah, like everybody's got that one side that you're like, why why, why is this at the table? Man,
1: first you saying me not hosting and now this this is a negative episode. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um Man, I don't know. Yeah, I, can I pass? Like, I, Okay,
0: I, then what's your favorite? Oh, uh, mac and cheese. Okay. Like, that's, that's, an, hey, that's, that's a, a good layup. one, yeah. I'm proud of you. What? What did <laughs> you think I was going to say? Yeah, I don't know. Green bean casserole? <laughs> well, that's
2: actually the one I probably wouldn't want is a green bean casserole. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't like my greens, apparently.
0: So. Okay, enough, enough, uh, enough uh, banter. Hey, there's six Brazos Valley teams still left in the playoffs. Several rematches this week, not only... Of last year's playoffs but also some district rematches too we're gonna break down all the action ready set go okay college station they got smithson valley 12 30 on friday in huddo uh jake you and i were there last year absolute instant classic the cougars made a stop on the final play of the game to win by five uh you know now comes the rematch here we are
2: yeah, uh,
1: no kidding. Instant classic. I think I just walked around. I feel like I pretty much just walked around the field afterwards just kind of looking around going, like, what just happened? Like, I was kind of struggling to come up with uh, questions to ask. I was glad you, you just took the reins and were like, yeah, I got this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Andrew, you were there last week when College Station beat Magnolia in the area round. Uh, you know, how how did you see the Cougars pull away from them last week? Uh,
2: I, Well, as – Par for all year this year, it was very impressive. Obviously, there's a lot of phases of the game that I still had some questions about. That I fucking like got some answers from College Station. You know, Uh the score ended up being 45-21, and it it could have been more to be honest with you. Uh Whether it be some, you know, the Payton Cashin touchdown that was called back because it was like a it was like a hidden play. He was like a he was like hidden on a trick play, and they called it back for some reason. A fourth and one they had a false start on. A a red zone turnover they had. So it could have been a lot more than it was. Um, But I've been talking about the defense and the special teams. And both actually were really, really good against Magnolia. Probably the best I've seen it so far this year. With a couple takeaways and then like a 64-yard punt from Cade Corcoran. So um, I was really impressed. And the elements that I wanted to see from them improve, they looked like they improved a lot.
0: You know, the good news for College Station is that it sounds like Aiden Martinez-Brown is expected mm-hmm. to play this week. You know, Wilson Stapp had a great game last oh, yeah. last Friday against Magnolia, but having both of them, I'm sure <laughs> Stoney's not going to be too upset about that.
1: No, I don't think so <laughs> at all. And, uh, you know, too, we're kind of in that point in the playoffs now where we kind of start talking to some of the other coaches as well, uh, or talking to the other coaches on the sideline. excuse me. So, Alex, I'm kind of curious. I know you sat down with the uh, Smithson Valley head coach uh, Larry Hill. What'd you hear from him?
0: Yeah, you know this is just a this is just a typical Smithson Valley team. You know they're a great program, good pedigree. They're gonna they're gonna give you their all, and uh, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from this Rangers team. You know they play really strong defense. Got a couple of stud senior linebackers, and Jackson Maynard and Nicholas Dudzap. Dud Zakowski, ha- that's a mouthful. <laughs> um, you know, Coach Pryor said that getting first downs is going to be critical. You know, if you look, think back to last year's game, Jake, that offense really went flat in the third and fourth quarter uh, aside from one drive that was, you know, the difference maker. And so, you know, College Station's abilities to sustain drives will be critical in this one uh, for, for them if they want to come out with a win. And, you know, on the other side – You know, Smithson Valley's got kind of similar to College Station. They've got several guys on offense that they get the ball to, that they go with. Got a couple of really good running backs. You know, Freddie DeBose on offense, he's their stud receiver. He's committed to Texas. Obviously, he gets a lot of attention. But, you know, they've got a couple other guys that can really make some plays too. Um, And so, you know, DeBose didn't play last year. He was injured, uh, got hurt early in the season with a knee injury. But, you know... If if there's a little bit of a weakness in College Station, we know it's in their secondary, and so being able to limit big plays and not give up the over the top kind of play will probably be critical for them if they want to come out with a win. So, hey, Anem Consolidated they host Cedar Park five o'clock on Friday at Tigerland Stadium. Let's just say it: the win of the week last week goes to Consol. Yeah, and no kidding. They were the underdogs. They went down to Fullshire, they took care of business, got a statement win, never trailed in the game either. I mean, I think that was that was what really impressed me was that they won start to finish. I know it was tied seven to seven in the in the first half, but I mean they really seemed to have the game in hand the entire second half and and that was just really, really impressive.
2: All I'm gonna say is I keep receipts. I keep receipts. I picked Consol to win this game, and so uh so, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Thanksgiving miracle
0: <laughs> for <from> Andrew <laughs> over there. I did not pick Kinsall. I'll own up to it. I didn't either. It wasn't It wasn't that I didn't think the Tigers could win. I just – it was hard not to pick against – it was hard to pick against Fulcher. But I, I was – I put that down. I was like, man, I do not feel good about this pick and Consol made me feel not good about that pick. Yeah,
1: if you read the picks column, spoiler alert, if you read my high school picks column, I'm probably going to have to apologize to the Tigers. It might be an apology column more than just the picks column, because I screwed that one up, folks.
0: Well, I don't think there's any doubt that I'm n- that I'm picking Consol this week, okay? They've got Cedar Park. They played each other in week six. Consol held on for an eight-point win. You were out there, Jake. And, you know, to me, that kind of seemed like it was the turning point of their season, and yeah. they have just—they have just been on a roll since then. They came into that game two and two. They've been seven and one since, and I mean, they're—they're they're getting hot at the right time. And you think back too—that
1: uh, was the first district win of the year. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I know they did lose a collision later on, so they haven't been undefeated in district then since then. But I just kind of think about that and I go, man like you said, turning point, because you if you lose that game, you're 0-2 in district. You know, they had lost to Georgetown the week prior in a real close game at home. Uh, they get that win, though, and then, yeah, like you said, been smooth sailing since. I know they've kind of had – it's funny, I was thinking about that Cedar Park game, and I was like, well, Cameron Vines is out, and I know he had a touchdown, uh, you know, that kind of won them that game, put them up 24. I think 21, 24 to uh, – might have been 24-16 at that point when he scored that touchdown, mm-hmm. maybe not. But anyway, he had that touchdown uh, at that time. Tyler Poling was quarterbacking still. Now it seems like they've kind of gone more to Will Hargit. But they still kind of trade off too, Alex. You've, you've seen him more recently than I have. Would you say that's fair?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I, Will has Will has reemerged as the starter. But, you know, they've got that two-quarterback system where, you know, if, if you're leading touchdown drives or, or scoring drives, I should say, you get to stay on, but if, if your drive doesn't end with a score, you come out and the other guy gets to go in. It's kind of this, what they call a JV rotation, right?
1: Yeah, okay, I got you. I wanted to make sure. I didn't want to say say the wrong thing. I picked against them last week, so I don't want to <laughs> make console people mad two Yeah. Weeks, no. You know, two weeks in a row. But, yeah, so they've kind of changed a lot on and offense and since that game. Uh, and, and I know Cedar Park has changed a lot, too. I, I talked to head coach Brandon Schmidt, uh, I guess, yesterday, this week, and he said, you know, hey, we've changed a lot, and, you know, they've changed a lot since then as well. Um, But, yeah, like you said, Alex, I think it's a great way of putting it. Turning point, and, yeah, I mean, consoles, don't want to say they've been in the driver's seat, but they've been hot since then.
0: Yeah, any other notes from uh, Coach Schmidt and the Tigers heading into this one?
1: Yeah, kind of interesting, I thought, uh, at least maybe just interesting to me, but I was kind of curious, you know, hey, third round of the playoffs, how'd you get a home game? And uh, he said, you know, hey, we, we tried to find some neutral sites. We went to Temple, we went to Waco ISD. You know, we read it a little too low on the list or hey, it's Thanksgiving break. We're not trying to host. So they just flipped a coin and uh consult won the uh, coin flip.
0: There you go. Yeah. There you go. Hey, can't get too far ahead, but just saying, if they they both win this week, we'll be talking about a big one next mm-hmm. week. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hey, on the other side of town, Saint Joe's, they're they're flying high, man. Mm-hmm. The Eagles. How about the, the Taps. State semifinals. Okay. Had to hold on to beat Fredericksburg Heritage last week, but uh, we're able to make it happen. You know, here comes another. We're, we're talking about a district rematch. As we're, we're about to get into a common theme here, these next three games. Um, playing Baytown Christian, 7 o'clock Friday in Oakwood. Uh, Andrew, I'm pretty sure you're going to that game. Isn't that right? I will be there, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, give us a little uh, give us a little insight into what what we're what you're looking for, maybe.
2: Really, I'm just excited to see Jackson uh, Jackson Carey go to work. Um, he did it on both sides of the ball last week. Uh, he had 17 tackles, a team high, and he's been a consistent runner all year long. I looked at the schedule leading up to this point, so this was also St. Joseph's first district game earlier this year, mm. and prior to Friday, that was the the closest a game had been this year. So I'm very curious to see if, you know, if the emotion from last week carries over, if there's a little bit of a lull or if it's the same old work from St. Joseph's.
0: Yeah, did did you talk to coach Castellah this
2: week? I did. Yeah.
0: Oh, hey. What do you scoop? have to say? Yeah,
2: man. I'm glad you
1: asked. Uh, well, so, you know, he first said, you know, hey, Baytown Christian, you know, we know them real well He's a district opponent. They're well coached. He said kind of they, they have a system and they stick with it. Their main guys, they're spread back. He's real fast. They like to give him the ball, see what he can do. Uh, so on the other kind of side, what's St. Joseph's got to do against Baytown Christian this week? I like that he rhymed. He said they got to con- contain and ma- maintain. Oh. And then at the same time, just let their athletes be their athletes because, hey, they're 11-0. So what they've been doing all year is obviously been working. So uh, just kind of stay the course, do what they do, and uh,
0: it should be all right. There you go. Hey, Franklin, they've got Little River Academy seven mm-hmm. o'clock Friday in Tomball. You know, here we go. Third district rematch in the third round. You guys catching a trend here? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Franklin beat Academy 49-28 to, to close the regular season. Look, the bees are feeling good though. Okay. We talked last week. They beat Hitchcock in round one. That totally kind of shook up that side of the bracket. They go and beat Ball in round two. ball's a pretty salty team. Okay, Casey Mraz at, at quarterback, he's tough to catch, okay? He's got like 1,800 passing yards, 1,000 rushing yards, 39 total touchdowns. So, uh, you know, I'm going out to Franklin tonight. I wish I could give a little insight on what Coach Fannin had to say about the bees. but, uh, you know, last Friday he goes, Man, it's tough to beat a team twice. I mean, that's 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 true. And so, you know, we look at these three teams. They're all gonna have to do it. Uh, Cavalli Neely for Academy. He's got seventeen hundred rushing yards, twenty-one touchdowns. So, you know, this Lions defense, they're they're gonna have to be sharp all the way around to uh, you know make sure that Academy doesn't doesn't try and spoil what they're they're trying to accomplish uh, over there in Franklin.
1: I say they were to pull off the upset, like you said in week one. So uh, it's not like we don't think Little Rivers. Little Rivers not. Uh, hold on, Little Rivers capable. I was gonna say
2: not capable. I'm like, wait, that doesn't work. <laughs> we know Little Rivers capable of pulling it off. I keep thinking back to the, the the playoff preview. We talked about this region and how deep it is, but none of us expected Academy to be here with with the with the anticipation of Franklin making making it through a couple of rounds. Academy was not on our agenda. I'll be honest. I think so. Ben
0: Peck pointed him out. Actually, Ben. Of ben, course he did. <laughs> ben pointed him out and he was like, "Hey, watch out for these guys. Uh, they're pretty. They're pretty good." So. You know something?
1: Hey, I shout out Ben, but I gotta say he woke me up uh, the next day when he tweeted out the clip. Uh, From the podcast with him giving his prediction, he woke me up. So I might have to tell Ben next time I see him about that. Give him give him a little grief.
0: (laughs) All right, all Up that day. There you go. (laughs) Hey, Lexington, they've got Poth six thirty Friday in New Braunfels. Look, guys, we left Lexington for dead in the by district round. They they go. They go and they beat Bowling, okay? And now last week, they go and they beat Odom by 41. No. Here they are in the third round. Here's the deal, though. Poth, they're really freaking good, okay? Yeah. This is going to be a tough matchup for the Eagles. Poth is 11-1. and uh, They're coming off a state title game appearance last season. They 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 finished the regular season number six in the 3A Division II rankings. And so uh, this is... This is gonna be this is gonna be a tough matchup for for Coach Mole and his team. But hey, you know they, they've risen to the challenge. They really have. No,
1: that defense uh, over at Lexington. I want to say they uh, they had a streak there where they had like three or four games where they held teams to fourteen points or less. So we know they're capable. But uh, like you said, Pof pretty good. And we know Lexington. We have talked about it before. We, t- we talked about it in the By District a little bit. Kind of, excuse me that they're kind of a young team. Uh, I think, you know, this is another week where you, Lexington, you get some good experience. You bring all the, a lot of those young guys back again next year, but it's going to be tough this week. But, hey, good learning experience. And who knows? We've been wrong. We were wrong the first week. I think we all kind of changed our tune tech in the area around. So who knows? If Lexington pulls us off again, just keep surprising us.
2: I think the situation is a little similar in my eyes to Consol last week. A team that's gotten better over the year like Lexington and has surprised people in the first couple games going up against a state-ranked team. So if it feels very similar to the Consol-Folsheer situation as, as Lexington both does. But uh, like I said, bigger, crazier things have happened. So I guess we'll find out.
0: All right. Last but not least. And, hey, this, this one – this might actually be the best game on the whole slate this week. I'm mm-hmm. just going to say it, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, we got Bremont against Fall City, 6 o'clock Friday in Cedar Park. This was a bi-district matchup last year. Uh, the Beavers got an 87-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter to hold on to a 40-36 to win. Raylan Johnson for Fall City, you know, he's got almost 1,600 uh rushing yards and nineteen touchdowns. Jacob Swerk, he's got six hundred. Here's the good news for Bremon though. Okay. They got Terrence Scott and Coben San.
1: Hey, don't forget about that defense
0: though. Don't too, forget too. about that defense two either. Two weeks
1: in a row, two shutouts.
0: Yeah. You know, Bremon's rolling. Um it's looking like I might I might I might get I might do a little double dip on Friday and uh go over to Cedar Park Friday night and catch that game. Really? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Well, mm. I'll let you know what happened. Yeah, I was saying, keep me posted. Yeah. I
1: will give you a shout-out because I was at home after a uh, shout-out to the Iola Lady Bulldogs, by the way, yeah. for winning the states. State. So I was at that last Friday, and uh, when I got home, I, I checked your Twitter, Alex. I was like, hey, Alex has got all the updates. He's got the console updates. He's got the Franklin updates. He was retweeting Andrew with the con- College Station updates. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, this is, this is perfect. I can, just, I can just refresh Alex's Twitter, and I got all the updates.
0: Yep. There you go. Hey, shout out to Cease, though. Cease was the one that was giving me all the updates over at the console game. Oh, man, okay. And, uh, you know, I'm trying. He's, he's sending me scores, and then I'm like, well, who scored? And then, like, you know, five minutes later, it's like, Taylor, 95 <laughs> run. And I'm like, thanks. I don't work. know if it was no. nine. It was like 82, I think. he had, Trey Taylor had a long touchdown run last uh-huh. week. I saw he took yep. that bow too. I saw that was a little his celebration. I liked it. Yeah, huh? he did. He sure did. And rightfully so. Um Hey, any final thoughts on this week's slate of games?
2: Um, no, I think we've covered it all. We've put all news that's fit to print. Stoked, loaded, and it's fun that I, I really don't know who's gonna win any of them. So
0: Yeah, this uh this is gonna be a, a really fun week, I think, when when you really start to think about it. And hey, you know, this is uh this is kind of you know, a measuring stick of a good season to get to play in Thanksgiving. Um, playing in December is that next kind of mark. And so these teams got a chance to do it. Got a chance to do it. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Brazos sports preps cast. Be sure to check all of our coverage of this week's games on the Eagle.com. We'll be back next week breaking down more playoff action here in the Brazos Valley.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.